0: I'm about to go off like a weapon. Fuel to the top, gotta fill the benches. In my thoughts obsession, I will not stop. No, yes. I'm never
1: second guessing. I've got a guy complex. Hey, to hate, but I hey, welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast Podcast, where if you smelt it, you probably dealt it. In this episode, we have James Ferguson third. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is a badass. Why is he a badass? Because he is a bull rider. He's from Houston, Texas. I think I've said it on this podcast before. I'm not the biggest fan of Houston, but I am a fan of Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Houston is the best city in Texas. Ooh, I think we're <laughs> gonna have we're gonna have words on that. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm a fan of bull riders. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. I've never done it. I've always wondered if I have the guts to do it. So we're actually gonna get in. We're gonna get into that. Um, sit back, buckle up. Let's go. Too hard, too fast. Boom.
0: Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast. Anything that rolls downhill, man. I mean, old habits die hard, right?
1: It's the podcast by the people for the people. Well, I'm going too hard, too fast. We are double fisted on that ass. Only here,
0: too hard, too fast. Let's do it. Hey, welcome back to podcast where if you eat too hard, you get fat too fast. Hey, I have a problem. I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, welcome everyone to Too Hard, Too Fast That's podcast. Right, where we go off the rails, and George has to worry about it. So <laughs> here we go for
0: the podcast of the century.
1: Cheers. What got you into bull riding, actually? First of all, uh, actually, my my uncle rode
0: bulls. I got a great uncle that rode bulls, and
1: I uh, just uh my stepdad rode
0: bulls, and you know my cousins and all them rode bulls, so. It kinda was just, you know, a traditional generational thing.
1: And this runs in the family.
0: Yeah, some you know, just riding horses and all that. Do
1: I have the guts to become a bull rider? Yeah.
0: Um I think you might you might be brave enough to ride the bulls, but you might have to lose the gut a little bit. Oh! <laughs> oh, Also, is there a weight limit on these bulls? Um, I mean it's a lot of balance and control and you know i mean you don't want to be overweight i mean there are some some bigger bigger like muscular guys like for my size you'll they'll say you know i'm a bigger frame guy. normally you got the small short slim guys that ride bulls you know it makes it easier for them i guess but with the bigger size you just gotta put in the harder work
1: so what you're saying is i may have the guts but I don't. I shouldn't have the gut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of, we should put that on the shirt some somehow. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. I mean, I had to lose. it. I mean, I had to lose a little gut too. You know, when I first started riding, it's just really just you know shaping up,
1: getting some tone to your body. <laughs> well, yeah, man. You I mean, I can. We can see the arms on there, man. Uh, definitely in shape for it. Um, at what age did you start riding bulls?
0: Um. So you, there's actually categories you know you go from they start off from the sheep to the calves to the steers you know what I mean until you get to the full grown bulls and I started at the steers so I was about normally you start around 11 12 so I started at 12
1: 12 dang how big is a steer like so I'm I'm like huge like I'm from a little town where we kind of grew up with FFA uh mm-hmm. Future Farmers of America but mm-hmm definitely you know I had friends that did it and I helped or tried to but I'm not really into like I'm I'm I've never grew up like that so I'm very ignorant to all that stuff but I'm a big fan of the stock show and rodeo especially here in San Antonio like oh yeah. thing, which you were just part of I, I, I can feel the blood creeping up from the heathens got will got fight
0: got pride got reason if they want to go eat then you know i'm gonna feed them if you're coming
1: for me hope you're ready for a demon i got eyes in the back of my head i'm seeing take me for granted and you know i'm leaving and we'll get into that but um yeah so how big is a steer
0: i mean steers my my very first steer was just as big as a regular bull oh wow like, oh. real tall yeah but you know they 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 don't have the, the power as a as a full grown bull, but they can have the size as a full grown bull. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So oh.
0: it just varies. It's all so different shapes and sizes.
1: Their weight could be similar, like the weight yeah. of. A, yeah, their, their weight can be similar or
0: close to it. My first steer was actually a big black steer called Buffalo. He stood to the top rail of the chute. I was nervous, shaking him. Up. Shaking like I was real nervous, man, and I got on and I blacked out. I didn't know. I just remember getting up off the ground.
1: Oh shit! So did you ride the full eight seconds?
0: no, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> not my first one. I was worried about getting off and staying on. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh man. Um. So, okay, you black out, but right before they open that gate, like when you're still conscious, what are you thinking? What is it like? What What were you thinking? At twelve years old,
0: what am I getting myself into?
1: <laughs> I was like, does "That does that still kind of go through your head?" Like now, now when you get on it, oh, I can imagine.
0: No. Not at all. Not at all. Now, now it's kind of so you know, I'm mm-hmm. here for a purpose. I need to stay focused. I need to get my job done. Like you know, it's a career, so it's a job, just like you waking up and going to work every morning. So you know, I wake up. Think about and eat, sleep, dream, bull riding. You know what I mean. Just doing what I do to stay in shape and make
1: sure I get my job, or I'll be broke. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah, and, and I guess like, um, yeah, it's your job, but you know, technically, like how you said, is like I go, to, I wake up, go to work, and think about the work I do. But at the end of the day, I made money that day. But for you. You know, you can you put in the hard work, you're in there, uh, and you can do everything right, but if that bull has a different decision for you, you can, like you said, maybe not earn for that. Yeah, day. I mean, it's a, it's a gamble,
0: you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a 50-50 chance, but you got to go in with, you know, with the mindset that, hey, I'm coming here to win. And, I mean, even if you don't lose, you know what I mean? You just most people, they have, you know, their own businesses or companies they can make money off of or like me i don't really have no businesses yet but you know i just go and do little side hustles you know cut grass clean probably some horse stalls here and there just for my entry fees for the weekend or just for you know i can get to the next rodeo
1: and so And I I didn't mean just make that sound so depressing or or anything like that, but no. But uh, I think it's super. Like you said, it's a gamble, and I think it's super cool. Like to like for someone to do that and know that, hey, I'm gonna ride this. It's gonna be a thrill. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I may get like a good price package out of it. Or and really, you do it. I can't imagine that you'd even do it for the money. I think it would be. Do you or what would you do it for I'm sure everybody has a different answer for this but uh for the money for the for the fame that can come from it or from the thrill like what what's that driving thing to make you uh make you keep getting on that bull?
0: Uh I mean you know of course there's a there's a love for it but you want to know a real reason I'm too scared to steal and too lazy to work <laughs> well so I' Out of my head, getting on bulls. I mean, it's
1: fun, adrenaline rush. So it works out. Yeah, that's an honest answer, man. I mean, <laughs> that's probably why I still wake up and go to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same way, man. and and with this gut, I'm not going very far if I'm stealing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but um, uh, no, yeah, man, it's just like uh, era, like I said, I was at the, I go try to go to the uh, San Antonio rodeo. Every year that they have it as much as I can or as much as I can afford to uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it be hard. Yeah, And and even in the nosebleeds I went to go uh, To the opening this year. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually how I came across your name because I, I I I saw he's oh, I heard obviously Houston, Texas I was like, oh, we got a Texas guy I uh, yeah. you know, Saw your name. and I was like quickly looked you up and- <laughs> You rode. I'm not sure if you did full eight seconds or not. I was, um, but it was a good ride that, from what I remember. um, But then I think I read on your, dude, by the way, trying to do research on you is, was like if I was looking up a ninja or something. (laughs) Like on your Instagram is full of bull riding videos, and that's awesome. I kind of found your Facebook and was creeping on that for a little bit. Dude, you got hurt at the rodeo here in San Antonio?
0: Yeah, I end up getting hurt. Like, I mean, my first ride, I didn't I didn't stay on the, the whole eight seconds. They marked me on the clock at seven, six, 7.67. So, you know, that's still not eight seconds, so I don't get paid. But yeah, my second bull, I um and this is just all a part of the game, you know, injuries. Um I end up breaking my um there was a break, no, it's a mild fracture of my panic bone and my temporal bone, kind of up here. Mm. So, yeah, I was bleeding out the ear, and I was a little woozy, had a headache, and, that's I mean, that's just all a part of it is injury. So, as of now, I got to sit out for a month, Dang. month and a half, and now I got to go find a, some jobs to do so to keep some money in my pocket.
1: So, that's something... So, I, I know, like, obviously, like, the... Like, some riders get... Like they don't have to worry too much on finding, but I guess you hear it all the time. I don't, uh, or at least from movies that I watch and you know the little things I follow. It's like Mm. you have to find something in between to do. Is is that like like farm work, or is it like any kind of job you get, or what? What kind of work are you looking at?
0: Um, that's where like that's where it becomes like you know cowboying and stuff. You know, I really don't. I live in a city, so. I mean, of course, there's farm work out here, you know, within the outskirts of Houston. But, like, me growing up, I really didn't just work on, you know, work with cows every day, you know, sorting them, sorting calves and all that. I mean, I have buddies that do it all the time, and, you know, I want to go and do it one time. But that's why I tell people, I mean, I, I don't really consider myself a full cowboy because I haven't really just done everything. I just see myself as a, you know, I'm just a boy out of, out of the Houston, Texas, out of the city. But, I mean, you know, I, I live the cowboy lifestyle, but it's more to the
1: lifestyle than just bull riding. Well, okay, I want to go back to the injury because uh, I, I, I kind of want to talk about that. Um, mm. so, but in a little bit, hour after that, I'm going to ask you what what makes a cowboy a cowboy, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, why, why that question. Um, which is why I was kind of hesitant to even even throw that label out there to begin with yeah, um, yeah, yeah so that injury did it happen on the second night yeah the second night ball landed on you or, or how <clears throat> um
0: actually the ball like uh you know time my hand in there or whatever and uh the, the ball you know the name of the name of the game is you know stay in the middle keep your feet on both sides of them stay focused in the middle of his back you know I'm doing that and while you're riding, you know, little mistakes can go wrong that you can recover from, and I didn't do no good recovering because, boy, I went, I lost my foot. You know, the spurs I have on, they supposed to keep a grip, but, you know, sometimes your feet will pop up, so my foot popped up, and I went straight down. As soon as I went straight down, I had an oh, shit moment. I was like, oh, shit, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> and it just happened all like really too fast, and uh I had a helmet on, but the bull caught me right up under the chin line here with his horn and knocked me back up. You know, as I'm coming down, he's going up, so it really didn't help it much. So and man. then I landed on the ground and crawled up out of there. I couldn't get to my feet too fast. So I would have fell back down if I stood up too
1: fast. Oh man. So the horn actually got you?
0: Yeah, the like not the sh- the end of it, but the actual, you know, flat part of the horn just
1: yeah. kind of hit me and it draped my neck real hard to the right well that, that's just pro- probably just as bad right because it's like a thick like solid thing oh yeah right? yeah, yeah that whole, can... like this
0: all that whole little strip on their horn even the middle part where the hair is it's still hard right there <laughs>
1: and then you fell you try to if you say you if you would have stood up you probably would have blacked out or what yeah i
0: was just you know i probably would have fell back down you know I'll. Even though, you know, you got a adrenaline running through you, so, you know, you know what I mean? You you feel like you can still go running marathon, but once you get off that ball and your adrenaline sets down, it's just like having, you know, drinking two Red Bulls back to back, and <laughs> you start to crash once the once the Red Bulls uh, come off, you oh, know, man. they wear off. So it's like once that adrenaline run off, yeah, it's going to start hurting. I walked back to the locker room, and my fingers started tingling, and I was just, you know, I was out of there, man.
1: Does that is that the same feeling even when you get the full eight seconds and you actually jump off the ball? Like, is it oh, the yeah. same feeling? Man. Exact same
0: feeling. That's but that's when you, you that's the happy part of the adrenaline. You yeah. get up and you scream, woo, you throw yeah. your hat, you salute the crowd, then you go back there, all your boys are happy for
1: you too. You know, so, so that high still keeps going. Like, it's still, it's still yeah. the, the, when are you, or are you having to have any surgery or just it's a, a regular heel?
0: I didn't need no surgery. They just said, you know, take some time off, let it heal. I got to eat soft foods for right now. And I'm really starting to, you know, talk a little better, you know. Third movements just hurt. I can't chew on this side. And I got to put these little eardrops in my ear for an ear infection because I had, you know, the blood coming out of my ear. So,
1: yeah,
0: it's all a process to it. But this it is not part feel I- a little
1: bad that, I, you know, that I'm asking you to kind of talk come on the podcast and talk to me knowing that it's, it's, you're probably in some pain no 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 it's all
0: right now i mean hey if you want to do this you gotta be tough here you
1: well can I, yeah, like, I imagine
0: yeah you can't you gotta be tough you're gonna be dumb you're
1: gonna be tough <laughs> <laughs> no no um i'm one of those like like hardcore uh mexicans like you have to like i have to like really be dying to go to the hospital and even then <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna listen to the doctor yeah,
0: <laughs> I didn't been there before, man. I I um I had another injury. I dislocated my left shoulder and I was like, you know, go to the hospital, get it checked out. I was like, for what? I mean, it's back in now. What they gonna do? <laughs> it's not, it's not out of place no more. So I just let it heal up for a little while. That's what I did, and went back in it for bull and dislocated again. And did the same thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm it rest up. And then when it came out the third time, I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead get surgery. <laughs> I mean, normally after you get hurt, you just go party too hard, too fast, and hell, you'll be all right. <laughs> hey,
1: too hard, too fast. You forget about it. Yeah, That's, That's right, man. <laughs> all right, so, okay. Earlier, I think I, I restarted this podcast like three times trying to get like the perfect intro and mm. I probably still messed it up, you know, but um, I kind of in one of the intros, I, I called you a cowboy and I was like, oh, I don't know if like even you would label yourself that or like, so I don't <laughs> want to label you that without, you know, consulting yeah. first, but so a lot of people here in San Antonio, me probably too, between uh 2007 and 2010 I wanted to label myself as a cowboy just cuz I wore cowboy boots, blue jeans and a and a cowboy hat every once in a while especially for college nights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh definitely nowhere near a cowboy. Uh I mean, what, what would you label a cowboy as? Like what would make a real cowboy?
0: From what I said earlier, I mean it's just it's different aspects to a cowboy, you know what I mean? You can dress up and, you know, put your boots on and say you're a cowboy, but in all actuality, a cowboy is, like, what he stands for, you know what I mean? If, if the respect and the, you know, morals he have, and, you know, just being being a good person when nobody's looking, you know, having integrity when nobody's looking around, you know what I mean? But, you know, everybody has their own way of looking at a cowboy. So, you know, you got people that ride only horses and don't even know nothing about cows, you know. I mean, hey, you can still call yourself a cowboy. You're a cowboy, you know what I mean? It's really just about the way you carry yourself, you know what I mean?
1: Dak Prescott walking in with his cowboy boots to the stadium. Does that make him a cowboy? Or the star makes him
0: <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I don't know about that. You... <laughs> <laughs> just because you play for the cowboys, I mean, you're a cowboy. Nah, hey! <laughs>
1: I, I would probably agree. I'm a Cowboys fan, uh, sort of. Okay, so... When you get back on the ball, like, or actually, how many, uh, do you think about your injuries? Like uh, how many, how many injuries have you had and things like that?
0: Um, the worst injury by far would probably be the shoulder surgery. I had dislocated my shoulder. Had an impaction fracture on my hemorrhoid head and my shoulder. Uh, I tore a cup, I think my labrum, you know, a couple muscles up there in the shoulder. Um, And my right foot, I got stepped on, but it wasn't that bad. It's just I don't have no, like, I don't, it just messed up the nerves. I don't have no real feeling. So, like, I could rub a knife across my ankle, and I really wouldn't feel it. Oh, dang. Yeah, and uh, what else? I got cut across the eye a couple times. My legs are all bumped and bruised up.
1: My knees are bad, and I'm only 21 years old. Yeah, now I mean, uh, I I don't want to like focus too much on the on the injuries. Like, I don't want to make that like the the sensational part of it. But
0: it's no, something that's
1: always as a fan. I'm always thinking about it. You know, there's two yeah. things to think about, and the first one of one of them I think about it just because I guess other people that don't know they get, uh, and we could talk about it too, but they. People are always like, "How do you even like the rodeo? Like, the, it's like mistreatment of animals, kind of, you know?" How, and we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hey. I don't think that way. I don't see it that way. I I know like these animals are pretty well taken care of, at least from from an outsider's perspective. And like I said, yeah. on, um ah, uh, the other thing is like I've always wanted to try like a bull riding thing. I like I've always wanted not to do it, like as a as a. More of a just doing this at one time because I'm a dumbass. Yeah, thing. just to get
0: the feel of it and try <laughs> yeah.
1: it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. knowing that I'm not gonna be good at it, and I'm not. Uh, but I love seeing hey, it. You never know. <laughs> you well, never maybe. know. You never know. I think
0: I'm gonna be good at it, but hey, man, you you cut your dream short. You never see the end
1: of it. Well, well, that's why I said it, like that's why I use the word dumbass because I meant for me like I would be a. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> not not you guys that are doing it. Me, yeah. I would try to do it as like you know, to be that guy. To but yeah. only because I like trying different things, you know. Um,
0: one of those hope I be here watch this type of moments.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. One of those. Uh, so I always think about like, man, like these guys must put their their bodies through some hell. Like you, all of you look like you're in great shape, but you still put yourself through some, there's a uh, you know some damage. Uh, mm-hmm. and and you hate to see it. I I mean, at least I think that night, there was a guy that got pretty busted up. Like, a, the bull actually landed on him. Um, yeah, and you know, it, it was my son's first time watching it. And he was all into it, and then that happens. He goes, "Oh, oh!" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's also like a fan of wrestling. It's like, people get injured and everything. Even in, like it, you know, in wrestling where it's choreographed and you know things like that. Injuries happen everywhere, football, yeah. you know, everything. Um, oh yeah. I always wonder, like, because I, if you guys think about a past injury, if it's one of those things like they say in football, like the last play is the last play, and it's something brand new now. Like, yeah. next the next ride is a brand new ride. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you you try not you you make sure you don't focus on the injuries because if you focus on the injuries and just that little bit of focus you put on your injury you you can make a mistake on the bull, you know, and then you buck off and now you you you, you got to figure out how to get to the next one. Or I mean, you just yeah. I mean, bull riding is really a lot of mental than than more than people think. It's a lot of mental like even if you you got some stress going at home, you know what I mean? Yes. You and your you and your old lady getting into it. You try to just forget about that moment just just at this moment. I'm getting on this bull. I'm going to ride this bull, and I can deal with that when I get back home. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's all sports. You just try not to focus on the injuries and try to focus on believing in your, your skill and your craft, you know, knowing what you can do.
1: So I played a little bit of a uh, uh, middle school football, you know. I don't want to toot my own horn and stuff, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> you
0: look like you can knock somebody' helmet off, man. <laughs> you?
1: But uh, you, when you're in on the field, you you don't really hear the crowd. Like you're kind of just focused on what you're supposed to be doing. Like you said, are you when you're on that bull and that gate opens? Do you can you hear the crowd? Because it gets loud. It's a stadium. Uh, uh, and in some cases, in some cases, you know, like it is an open field where I would feel like the the crowd noise kind of loses a little bit. But when you're yeah. in a, an arena, uh, do you hear that loudness, like that roar of the crowd when that gate opens? No, not really. But
0: you know, when the, the the longer you do it, the slower things would come for you, you know, the slower, the more you can break things down. So, you know, um, just like you say, you know, it's just like the arena. It, I believe it is real loud, you know, when, when you hear other people riding, but once you get on the back of that bull, for me, I can't speak on, you know, everyone else, but for me, it kind of goes in and out, you know, certain, certain, I can hear it probably at one point and then it just shuts out for the rest of the ride or as I'm riding, I won't hear it. And then once I hear the whistle blow, then I can start hearing, you know, the crowd and, you know, I get off and I hear everything and I feel the excitement. But mostly when I'm on back of that bull, I mean, it's just, I'm focused. I'm zoned in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So are you, you're kind of trained by now to just hear for that whistle or hear that horn. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, kind
1: of not really because, you know, you,
0: you, you, you look for the horn, then you're going to probably sell yourself short. So, mm. the the main thing is to stay aggressive, you know, and just keep keeping things simple because, you know, Boratin people don't think Boratin's simple. It's really a simple game and we make it harder than what it is. So, I mean, just, just, I, focus don't just I don't, don't know. Who's know. <laughs> it's simple. I don't know who's thinking it's simple because.
1: Even yeah. as a fan, I don't. It doesn't look anywhere near simple. Like, yeah, the maybe the concept. Oh, you stay on for eight seconds. Yeah, that's simple. But yeah. <laughs> there's that's so much I mean. going on. There's nothing yeah. simple about it. Yeah, they, they were. It's
0: only eight seconds. Eight seconds on back of a bull for like ten minutes. <laughs>
1: yeah, I bet. Oh man, it's like it's like. Um, I don't. Know. I was gonna make a stupid joke, but it's probably not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure everybody's also like a lot of people think about this question, but the reason the bull bucks is there's a rope wrapped around the, 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 his, his, his technicals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. Oh, uh, what for real? Not at all. Not at all. And the rope, you know, people think the rope is so harsh or, Oh, you're gonna burn that bull up, you know, you give him a rope rash or anything like that. And, you know, they think, oh, your spurs are so sharp and this and that. The spurs are, are very dull, you know, and actually they have rules and regulations. You know, you you can't have a certain spur, you know what I mean? You can't have certain gear that, that's gonna harm the bull and that flank of the rope. Is actually like it, it's cotton. It's not really just. It's not really a tough rope. You know what I mean. So it's for it's bull rope and the flank rope. You know the that's what it's called a flank rope, and it really just goes around the flank part of the bull. You know, right, like your dog as example. You know, if you was grabbing by the hip or whatever, that's really where it goes. Right, right up under there, and they they are trained. They actually trained to buck that way. You know what I mean. They go home and they 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 stock contractors or their owners. They work with them and day in and day out. Like bulls actually get therapy. Can you believe that bulls get therapy yeah. and massages?
1: No, man, you're like one hundred percent blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, this whole bulls- time I thought it was wrapped around their balls, like one no. hundred. <laughs> yeah,
0: they get, they get. Massage and therapy, and there's there's some bulls out there that love their job so much you don't even have to tie a rope on them at all and they'll do what they want to do, you know what I mean? So I mean it's it's a day in and day out job and just making sure that they do what they want and do what they love. Got my little cooch here too. <laughs>
1: nice, nice. Even uh, that's like the the picture of a country dog right there too, right? Is it a blue, blue healer?
0: Uh that's a mini Australian shepherd.
1: Oh, oh, way off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh, yeah, he's an
0: him. Aussie, but he does the same thing as a Blue Heeler, you know, work cattle.
1: Nice. Uh, that's a nice looking dog, by the way, too. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you. Dude, 100% mind blown, like this whole time. Yeah. Since I've known, I thought that's what it was. I did not know it was a cotton rope. Uh, so even the ones that, what about the ones you grab onto? It's yeah, like a- rope,
0: they're soft, too. Wow! Yeah, they, they, man. the Only thing you know, you you pull your hand tight. You know, you pull your rope tight so your hand can stay down. You know, your hand gets tight in the rope, but that's about the only thing. But you know, the flank rope too. Like the uh, once they take that rope and a different bulls, different bulls can take different. It's the pressure. You know what I mean? It's pressure, really. Some of them, they get a little medium snug. Some of them get like a heavy snug. Some of them get a light snug. They don't really need that much. You know what I mean? And the whole purpose is the bull's just trying to kick that thing off. It's just trying to kick it off of them. As soon as that bull leaves that arena, they take that thing right up off of them. So it's like life just stays on them all day, every day. You know, it's just for that eight seconds.
1: Yeah. no, And I I knew that. I, I knew that. Well, I mean, I don't know if everybody would, but I knew that that the rope kind of gets out taken off, or they buck it off. But yeah, so you know, it, it makes sense too. Like you know, we were talking about my pit boxer. uh Every now and then, I'll try to put like a, a shirt on her or like a blanket, and if she's mm-hmm. not feeling that, she, yeah, so shake it off. Like, yeah, take it, it off. With the, it. It's comfy. Like why don't you? It's like nope, I don't want it. So she'll buck buck it off or shake it off, and so I can imagine that makes dude mind blown for real. One hundred percent did not know that. uh oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like you know, and 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 going along still with the treatment of animals, um when they, you're saying they get getting therapy and training, can an owner t- teach the 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 bull to buck harder, or is that just whatever natural thing? Because I know some like it's always said like, oh, bull riders don't are 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 like either. Well, I guess it goes different ways, but you either don't want a certain bull because it, it's unridable or. Mm. You want a certain bull because you know they're going to give you a, a good ride to where, like, it's going to make you look good. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. so yeah, does I mean. an owner teach that to, to the bulls?
0: Um, no, nah, but you're exactly right about this. you know, this bull has this certain thing to him, and this bull's gonna make me look good. You know, it us bull riders also has to do our homework on different bulls, you know what I mean? Because you can't teach a bull to book, not at all. You can't teach a bull to book. That just comes natural between the bloodline, and mm-hmm. the only thing you can really teach a bull is direction. You can you can train him in, to go in a certain direction. That's really about it. You can't train him his as, as athletic ability or how high he's gonna jump or how how hard he's gonna kick. That just comes to them.
1: Do you guys are you guys giving a heads up on what kind of what bulls are gonna be at a different rodeo? Yes,
0: for the for the um, the. PRCA, they have a website. You know, they they keep stats on us. You know how 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 good we ride, what's our ride percentage. Just like they keep it on us, they keep it on the bulls. They how many people, how many times they've been bucked within the year, how many times that people have rode them within the year, and just for like it's a score for us. The bull also gets a score too because it's fifty points to the rider and fifty points to the bull, depending on how hard the bull buck. Uh, the direction change and the riders—how how easy you make them look, how dominant you are to the bull,
1: and and but when you get there, it's a lottery, right? Like you you don't you don't get to pick your bull; you get you just mm-hmm. it's a lottery pick, right?
0: Yeah, the, um, yeah, they 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 assign bulls to you. You don't get to pick your bull. You just they send you an email or they send you a list. You know they have lists posted up there, and you go up there see what bull you have and. Which side he's gonna be on, and you just go back there and look for him. You can't really oh, just okay. hey, I want that one right there. No, I ain't doing that.
1: So, and I always, I was always under the impression, like I knew you guys don't get to pick which one, but I was always under the impression, like I guess, kind of like a hat draw, like you, you put the bull's name and you pick a name out of the hat, kind of thing. I don't know. They assigned them to you. How do they decide which boy you get? That seems a little biased.
0: Yeah, I really don't know. Or, you know I don't know how to pick it um I'm pretty sure it's just a random draw um I can't tell you about that but you know if you was to go to a little you know yes. a little practice pen or you know a little backyard bull riding or whatever then yeah you probably get that hey put all the numbers of the bulls in his hat we're gonna shake it up and you put you pick them and whatever you pick that's what you got but for the the pro shows of prCA, I don't I couldn't tell you how they do it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I mean that makes sense. Uh so when you said that the bulls get therapy, uh what kind of therapy do they get? Uh just
0: really like a muscle therapy and stuff like they um you know, just like you can have a cramp or whatever, or or you know, you got bones that's really not feeling right, they can they can go out there and, you know, they got different techniques and two different Things that they can do for the bull, you know, for muscle therapy or, you know, the bulls, they can buck so hard, they can stretch a muscle, you know what I mean? Or they can crack a bone and they won't buck the same. So the owner is trying to figure out, like, this is not his normal trip. This is not normally what he do. So we got to go and see what's wrong. And it can be something as small as he got a splinter in his foot or he got, like, something stuck in his foot. So, you know, they take him back home, get their feet trimmed up, make sure their feet right. And after that, they're back to their normal self.
1: After a good ride, do they get a pick of whatever you know cow they might want? Oh, no, I, don't
0: think so. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty cool if they did, huh? Yeah,
1: right. Like that. I mean, I I, I buck really hard if that's exactly what uh <laughs> what's my reward, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I love my job if I get that. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey, speaking of stats, man, when I was looking you up, uh. I've it's crazy how I think they do it for golfers too, or, you know, whatever, but, and, you know, I should have said this a long time ago because we threw out a lot of facts, but uh, too hard, too fast. We don't check facts. So, you know, whatever, (laughs) (laughs) but I was looking at your stats and it's crazy that they put out like, like what money you made in certain events. Like, you know, I don't know. I even even with another another coworker, I feel weird like telling her like how much I make versus yeah. that. So it's crazy that y'all stuff is out there like that. Yeah, they, they
0: put it out there, but that that's really uh you know, more more money you want than that, that kind of dictates your position and and making it to the finals. You know what I mean? They only take the top 15 to the finals, so the top 15 most money earned the People that are gonna be going to the finals, you know what I mean? So it's, it's that's really just the whole deal. It's just how much money you made within a year.
1: Nice. So I do want to know what is your most memorable ride today or to date. Most memorable memorable
0: ride?
1: Yeah, like the one that sticks with you most. Um
0: one that sticks with me the most is I was in Comanche, Texas one day. Uh, Didn't know how I was going to get to the bull riding first. Um, and I just ended up getting around a car, had my brother ride with me out there. Um, we also, well, we get there, Uh, you know, they have different rounds. They have a long round and short round. So I made it back to the final round. And, as I was riding, you know, this is when I had was being dumb. I, let, I had dislocated my shoulder, just let it heal up and went right back to doing what I was doing. And I uh, got on my bull, made it to the short round, and my arm actually popped out as I was on the bull. So, like, as I'm going, my arm is just, like, dead. Oh. So, But I still end up covering the bull and, you know, finishing the eight seconds off with a dislocated shoulder. And I end up placing second at the bull riding.
1: You did what? End up placing second in the bull run. Oh dang. So yeah. w- which arm was it? With was the one that's holding onto the bull or the free arm?
0: It was my free arm. It was my free arm, you know, and that's that's kind of most important the one you need. That's the one that keeps you balanced. So it was just dead, and I was just steady, just I was dang. looking weird doing it. <laughs> well
1: but yeah, it. And, and also because I saw like this guy, he rode the eight seconds, but there was like he got a penalty or it didn't count because his arm just barely. Tapped on the bull up uh, uh, on the front of the bull, and so they, they, they disqualified it. I was like, Man, yeah. it's, I can imagine if you're <laughs> this
0: part, this part to this part cannot touch the bull. None of this right here can touch the bull.
1: How so? Had Did you have any kind of control like to kind of just keep it away from the bull?
0: Uh, I really just kept it to my side and it was just going like this. <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> doing was, the Eastern <laughs> Turret thing, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <A bone. laughs> uh, my little T Rex on. <laughs>
1: Dude, okay, well, that, that's that's about us. Uh, and then traveling from uh, from town to town or event to event, rodeo to rodeo, um, does that weigh weigh in on you guys? Because I'm sure uh, I don't know how, I don't know how some other guys do it, but I can imagine they're they're just traveling from I guess using your own vehicles, driving, maybe flying. But I feel like that will get expensive. Um, what is that experience like?
0: I mean, it's 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 fun, but it's also got its up and down, You know what I mean? Uh, I, it, it's no feeling like traveling the road with your buddies with the good people you see every weekend. You know, drinking a beer with you know the people you just hang out with on the daily. You know, even if it's just cooking and on a on a Tuesday night cooking steaks, drinking beer, playing cards, dominoes, anything. Those same people you get to travel up and down the road with, you know, ten hours. I got countless of hours with with buddies. You know, what I mean, you get to know them. You have you smell like farts and shit. You know, what I mean, <laughs> in the car you can't really help it. So, I mean, you uh-huh. just gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just hang in there. You know, and it's all you know. Everyone helps everyone in the rodeo community. If they if they got it, they're gonna help it, and that's what makes I guess it so much yes. better because everyone's family. You know. I see them as brothers than just, you know, a traveling partner, than just someone I can go on the road with. You know, there's somebody I can call on if I need help. You can call on me if he need help, you know what I mean, if he's in a barn. If it's money or if he needs a job done or, you know, just different things, and it's fun. I mean, it it takes a toll on your body sometimes, too, because you'll have to be – like, before I got injured, I had to be in Mississippi – I was supposed to be in Mississippi tomorrow, but I can't. You know, I'm kind of hurt. So I was supposed to be in Mississippi tomorrow. I was supposed to go to Los Fresnos, um, Texas, which is almost to Mexico. Uh had to be there for the day after. You know, it's just you'll know, be in Louisiana one day and then be in Florida the next day and then be back in Texas the day after that. So, you know, those long nights traveling. Traveling takes toll of your body because you're tired, and you still got to use all your muscles to get on the board. So
1: it's kind of like you just got to toughen it out. Yeah, dang, I can't imagine that. Because I, I mean, I hate driving anywhere. I hate just driving down the street. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I feel like that's an experience with that. So even, even, even the fact that you know, at the end of the day, it's still a competition. You still want to rank higher than the other than the other guys or your friends that you're probably tra- traveling with. Uh, does that ever get in the way? No,
0: not at all. I mean, I, you always—I always want to see the next person win. You know what I mean? Even if they don't win, if they get out of there with no injuries, you know what I mean. And um, you know, when I say my prayer before I get on, I always ask, you know, I ask God to make sure each boy out or each each rodeo contestant walk out the arena the same way we walked in. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And that's kind of a under underrated blessing, you know. And I'm able to walk out this arena my own two feet and I'm able to go to the next rodeo or go to the next show. But as far as, you know, uh, jealousy type, no, it's never a jealousy type. It's like, hey, you, if if I do good and my buddy do bad, I'm going to help him figure out what he did bad, you know what I mean? And he's going to point out what I did good, you know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of like an iron shop iron type of deal.
1: I'm sure there's uh there has to be some kind of ego into it, but I would imagine that a lot of those guys don't don't stick around. Well, I don't know if they stick around that often, but um people just don't associate with them as much. Uh, I
0: mean, you know, man, radio family got tough skin, so you know, I talk, I talk shit. Oh yeah, you let that little piece of shit bull buck you off, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, but but. You know, he just takes it as all right. You want to talk shit? Watch this next one. You know what I mean? Watch what I do next. It's just, you know, kind of a, a pushing them type of talking crap.
1: My initial introduction to the rodeo and bull riding was eight seconds, the movie, eight seconds. Yeah. So obviously, you know, in there, there's an ego, and uh sure that I, I you know, it goes loosely based on Lane Frost, but. You know that ego and they get into fights and all things like things like that. So, I always, oh, yeah, but
0: my
1: bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I mean, I'm sure you, I know. I, I feel like I know where you're gonna go. Is like, you know, me and my brother fight, so yeah, not, yeah exactly. like you and your brothers fight, you know,
0: yeah, uh, exactly. Like, man, it's, just, it's all the times we don't fought. I mean, it can be as simple as why did you do that, you know, like, just a simple thing, well, why are you going this way, well, we could have went this way, you never fucking listen, you know, <laughs> why do you want to stop at this girlhouse, we got to be at a rodeo by 12 p.m., she can wait, you know what I mean, so it's, it's always, you know, the little fighting, deal, but, you know, it's all fun at the end of the day, I think that just brings you closer together though. at the end of the day, you can, you can get into it, and still like next time you see me what's up man what's going on what we're
1: gonna do today you know what i mean yeah man scrap a little and then go get breakfast or something yeah
0: but i, I still beat <laughs> you up though
1: yeah right. yeah you don't <laughs> let them forget that you don't let him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right james um so i want to close out with the way we close out this podcast with your too hard too fast story a moment where either you got too drunk to function or a cautionary tale, or words of wisdom, or any story that you're comfortable sharing. Okay, uh,
0: pretty hard. I have not have
1: a lot of wild stories. Is, or is something that happened at the rodeo that's like, uh, <laughs> oh, like you know, this happened just or or, or something like that. That
0: like. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find uh, I'm the appropriate
1: one, but oh it doesn't have to be appropriate
0: at all. Uh, it
1: it's not that kind of podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, whatever you feel uh, comfortable we're... sharing is what I just say. Like yeah, it does not have to be appropriate, but whatever you feel comfortable sharing to the internet.
0: Okay. Um I'm not gonna say any names, so but <laughs> um we were me and my buddies, we finished this rodeo in the Fort Worth stockyards. I'm pretty sure you probably heard of them, but we uh went there, got drunk, got still I'm talking about, so man. So we were drunk, and there they had little statues or whatever that was out. You know, they had a bull over a restaurant. It was called uh, I forgot. It's a steakhouse. I think. I forgot the name of it, but across from there, they had a bull on one side and a horse on the other. So. The town's like a ghost town. There's no one around. It's the end of the night. Everybody get out. You know, you got your few people that's still walking around drunk. we just walking around, hollering at the top of our lungs, trying to get people to see where everybody at. And we end up, uh, well, let's see if we can climb this roof and get on top of that bull, get on top <laughs> of that horse. So we both got on top of the horse, and we both uh, – there's three of us. We all got up there. You know, we got pictures or whatever, you know. And I don't know why, but my buddy was like, "I'm gonna take a shit up here." <laughs> we were like, "What?" Yeah, I'm gonna take a shit up here. He Took a shit on top of the roof, pissed on top of the roof, and then he got up there to the boot. I mean, to the horse that was up there and started smacking his butt, telling him, "Yeah, let's go, let's go." <laughs> and I mean, we all got down and just party throughout the throughout the night. We didn't get no sleep that night, but. That's probably one of the wildest stories I've had. I don't
1: dang how um, was he even in a comfortable position to like just take a I poopster? don't know. He put
0: his back against the wall in like kind of a sitting squat position. <laughs> and we were like, really, dude? Like, no, man, we gotta get down now down to get too
1: far. A poopster, man. I need to be sitting comfortable to do that. Get oh, a little man. squatty potty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. The coolest thing is that you got pictures. That's I feel like that's one of the things. Like, all right, and and, and nowadays you have to like tell all your friends, like, all right, these pictures don't get posted anywhere. They're just yeah. for us.
0: These go, go to the grave with us. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like it's for us only. Oh man, uh, dude, that's a that's a that's an awesome too hard too fast story, James. I really appreciate your time. You know, whatever. Now that you're, you know. Part of the show, whatever you're promoting, whatever's going on, man, I'm going to keep following you and I'm going to keep sharing whatever you got going on. Um, Okay, man, I appreciate it. No, of course. And then uh, if if you, I would love to have you back on, but if, you know, it's up to you. (laughs) If you ever want to come back on, man, I I would appreciate it. I feel like there's always plenty of stories to share. So, oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I'm going to keep making memories so I can keep bringing. Bringing new stuff to
1: the podcast, man. Yes, yes. I would appreciate it, man. I love hearing, you know, a different lifestyle than I, I have. So yes. I, that's an awesome thing. And I love being able to share it with people. Your Instagram is uh, at J-F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N underscore 64. Uh, no, J-F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N underscore 64 on Instagram. So, dude, your videos are awesome. So I hope some people follow you and check them out uh okay. but like i said love to have you back on but with that said remember dare to be you dare to be weird bye see you later appreciation